in case you haven't got a Bible with you uh, or near you, particularly for uh, young ones at the front here, we're going to have a few pictures on the screen behind and they come from the Beginner's Bible. Uh, I haven't drawn all these pictures. They're fantastic pictures, but it's a great Bible that tells us all about what God has to say to us about being his people, living in his world and knowing Jesus. That is where we're going this morning. But uh, as we come to look at God's word together, shall we, shall we pray? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are the Lord God and that there is no other God apart from you. Help us to see that truth as we look at your word now and we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, over the summer, we've been hearing all about uh, what Moses told God's people. Uh, God's people called the Israelites. Do you remember that? And uh, they were about to go into a place called Canaan. And the Lord had promised to give them that land. It was amazing. Do you remember all the big grapes? All lots of food. And it was going to be so fantastic. They were going to have life. The very best it had ever been. Now I'm just looking up to my right here. Can you see the screen? Because if you can't, you'll be missing out. So just want to make sure you can do. And over this side, if you can't see the screen, uh, do have a look. And so life was going to be really great for them when they got into this land. But they weren't there yet. And the sad thing was that they'd been right on the edge of the land years and years and years ago. And they'd sent out those spies. Ten of them were bad spies. And two of them were good. And what did they do? They didn't listen to God and they did what they wanted to do. And that meant that they did not go into the land And for years and years and years they walked around the desert and that was very sad and that was very, very bad. But this time things were going to be different. Do you remember what you've been learning through in the hall? And what we've been learning here is that finally God said things were going to be different and they were going to go out of the desert. They'd learnt their lesson. And now just as they were about to go into that wonderful land, Moses tells them something that they must not forget. And it's simply this. This is the big lesson this morning. If you go away with absolutely nothing else, children and adults, it's this. This is the most important lesson. It comes in verse 35. It's simply this. Know that the Lord is God. That there is no other God. Shall we see if we can say that together? Know that the Lord is God. There is no other. Well done. And because when they went into the land that they were going to be given by God, there would be people who didn't know about the Lord and didn't believe that, Moses tells them some amazing things about the Lord, about what he'd done to show them and to show us today that the Lord is God alone. And the first thing was that the Lord speaks. If you're following in your Bibles, you can see that. Verse 33 Moses says to the people, has any other people heard the voice of God? Had they? And of course they hadn't. And then verse, uh, uh, verse 36 again. From heaven he made you hear his voice. And on earth he showed you his great fire and you heard his words out of the fire. You know, if you want to know that somebody uh, is really there, if you want to phone up to your homes on your mobile phones and phone to get somebody. If they don't pick up the phone, they're not there. 
If you can't hear their voice, if they can't speak to you, then they're not there. But God had done that. And that was amazing. It's something that never happened before. And so Moses here is reminding them of that. He's reminding them of what happened on Mount Sinai, where the Lord spoke and where he gave Moses those tablets. Do you remember what was written on the tablets? Any idea? What was written on the tablets? Yes? The Ten Commandments. And Moses is reminding the people of how the Lord spoke to them time and time and time again. And then the Lord also spoke to the people through Moses. That was the main way. Like when uh, Moses told the people to send out some spies to the land to check it out, and they came back and said wrong things. And they didn't listen, and it did not go very well for them at all. And so they wandered around the desert for 40 years. That was their fault. They did not listen to God and his word. And then finally we heard in chapter 2, what did God say? Adults, what did the Lord say? One day he suddenly said, turn. Children, no. Adults, golly, you haven't been listening. We haven't been teaching you very well, have we? What did the Lord suddenly say to? He said, turn north. Do you remember? Turn north. Turn north and go up to the land. And so, time and time again, the Lord spoke to them. And that was amazing. And when they listened and obeyed, things went very well for them. No one else had had that happen to them. And Moses tells them that so that they would know and remember. That they would know and remember that the Lord is God. There is no other. Should we say that just to remind ourselves? The Lord is God. There is no other God. So the sec- that's the first thing the Lord speaks. The second thing is that the Lord saves or rescues. So mums and dads, if you're looking in the Bibles, you can see verse 34. Has any God ever tried to take for himself one nation out of another? And again in verse 37. He loved your fathers and he chose their descendants. He brought you out of Egypt. And then verse 38, he drove you out before nations greater and stronger than you. The Lord saves and rescues his people. And the Israelites had seen that. And they'd also heard of it from their parents. They remembered how the Lord had saved them from slavery in Egypt. Life was really hard for them in Egypt, but God had saved them. And he did it by sending some horrible plagues. Plagues of frogs, plagues of flies, the rivers turned like blood. And then finally, one dark night, all the firstborn in Egypt were killed except for the firstborn of God's people. And Pharaoh said, go! He let them go out on that dark night. But Pharaoh then had a change of mind. He went running after them with his armies and you know what? God saved them from Pharaoh's armies also. And then as we've been looking in Deuteronomy, as Kate's been telling you, what was about to happen as they went up to take the land? There were giants tough and tall and what did God say he was going to do? Yes, thank you. God was going to fight for them and he did. He saved them from all the tough and tall giants. He saved them from Sion, king of Heshbon, from Og, king of Basham, and God fought for them and defeated them. 
And that was amazing. That was really amazing. No one had ever seen that happen before. No one had ever seen God do that kind of thing. And Moses says, remember that the Lord saves. And because the Lord saves, and you know he has done so, you know that he is God and there is no other. Because the Lord saves, you know that the Lord is God, there is no other God. Shall we remind ourselves of that? The Lord saves, He, the Lord is God, there is no other God. Now you guys are saying it really well down here, but the adults aren't really entering into it. Shall we ask them to say it again? Now come on adults, I need you to help us out a bit. Can you say those words? They're not very difficult. Uh, no, the Lord is God, there is no other God. I think we've just woken them up, they're falling asleep. So, two things so far. The Lord speaks, the Lord saves, and Moses then tells everybody why God does that. Why the Lord God does that. Verse 37, it's because he loves them. When you love someone, you will do amazing things for them. And that's exactly what the Lord was doing. The Lord chose the the Israelites to be his people, and the Lord loved them. That's why he chose them. But more than that, he didn't just love them, he blessed them. He blessed them by speaking to them and saving them and by then taking them to the promised land. Verse 37, because he loved your forefathers and chose their descendants after them, he brought them out of Egypt. And finally, verse 38, to bring them into the land that God was giving them. Nothing like that had ever happened. They were being taken into this amazing land. And it was all because God loved them. And he was the Lord God. There was no other God but him. That's what, was God, uh, that's what Moses was saying to the people. Because God has loved you and blessed you, know that he alone is God. So once again, our final words here again. Know the Lord is God, there is no other. Shall we say it together? Know the Lord is God, there is no other. So, what Moses has said to us this morning, what he said to the people there just before they entered the land, is if you want to know who God is, well, these amazing things God has done, the Lord has done, show that he is the God. And there is no other God. Because he has done these amazing things. He speaks, he saves, he loves, he blesses. No one had ever seen that happen before. But the story doesn't stop there. The story doesn't stop there because hundreds of years later, the Lord himself decided to come into the world. The Lord God came into the world. Does anybody know anything about that? Who did he come as? What was he called? Yes. 2,000 years ago, hundreds of years after what was happening in Moses' day, the Lord God decided to come into the world as Jesus. And you know what? The amazing things that Jesus said and did showed that he was the Lord. I mean, if we saw the things Jesus did, he healed the sick, he walked on water, he fed loads of people just from a few loaves and a few fish... He raised the dead. If we saw somebody do that today, we would go, wow! Wouldn't you go, wow? 
If your mums and dads could do those sorts of things, they wouldn't be needing to take you to the doctor. They wouldn't need to take you to the supermarket. Because God, Jesus could do all that lot. But they are not Jesus. Jesus is the Lord God. And those things showed that he was that. He was able to do those things because he was the Lord God come into the world. And so, you see, when Jesus speaks, when Jesus speaks, we want to be those who hear what he says, don't we? We don't want to be those who obey. We don't want to be like the Israelites who heard God speak and said, no, we want to do our own thing. And what happens when, that, when we do that? Does it go well or bad for us when we don't listen to God? It goes badly, doesn't it? Well done. When Jesus speaks, we want to hear. And how do we find out what Jesus says? We turn to the Bible. That's where we hear what Jesus says to us. This is where we find out what God has to say to us. It's all here. And when he speaks, when we read from the Bible, God speaks to us. We want to hear and we want to obey. And when Jesus says the second thing, when Jesus says we need to be saved and that he came into the world to save us by dying on a cross, what do you think we need to do? Do we need to listen or shut our ears? Listen. We need to listen. And we need to be those who believe in him and ask him to save us. See, that's exactly what the Israelites had to do. They were going to this big, big, lovely land, but there were giants tough and tall. They needed saving from that. And we too need saving, not from giants big and tall, but from the ways we've said no to God, we want to do our thing. We need saving from that. And Jesus did it when he died upon the cross. And we must ask him to save us. And then finally, when he says... When he promises to love us and bless us, he's not giving us a land. There's not a, a land like Canaan for us to go to. No, he is giving us a place in his new heavens and new earth, which is going to be fantastic. If, if Canaan was great, the new world, the new earth and the new heavens will be far better than that. And we must trust him to take us to be with him. Because Jesus isn't on earth anymore. He is there already. He is in heaven waiting for us. And he will take us to be with him. Not in Canaan, but in a wonderful new world. And a new heaven, a new earth. And he will give it to us. And he will help us to get there. And we must trust him. So you see, the same message that Moses had for the Israelites, the same message which was we've been hearing, know the Lord is God, there is no other God, that's the same message that we all need to hear. Because the Lord shows us that he is God. Because he speaks to us, he saves us through Jesus. He loves us and he wants to bless us, to take us to be with him forever. Now that is fantastic, isn't it? Do you think that's amazing? It is amazing. And we should want that. And we should long for it. And only Jesus can give it to us. Only Jesus can be, give it to us. So what do we need to learn? It's this one thing which I'm going to leave us with. It's the thing we've been looking at all morning. It's know the Lord is God, there is no other. Shall we try it once with the screen on so that you can read it and then we'll try it with the screen off, all right? Here we go. 
Know the Lord is God. There is no other. Okay? It's gone. Lord is God. There is no other God. Well done. Shall we pray?